Good afternoon and welcome uh, to episode 48 of Those Muckrakers. I'm Pete. And I'm Pat. And, uh, God, has it been a doozy of a week? It's, you know, it's been a more quiet week than usual. That's mostly because the government doesn't exist right now, because <laughs> someone decided to shut it down. The government shut down. I did want to ask a question. In the government shutdown, does that mean the Mueller investigation cannot move forward as long as it's shut down? Fun fact, Mueller's exempt from this <laughs> shutdown. Because <laughs> when I when I thought about that, I go, ooh, I wonder if that was a sneaky thing where he's like, if I shut down the government, Mueller is the government. The you, government cannot government me. You know that uh, meme online of the guy pointing to his head, and it's like the thinky meme? Yeah. It's like, can't can't sh- investigate me if I shut down the government. Mm-hmm. Well, that's uh, I have actually seen that meme, but it doesn't work because uh, he is exempt from it. That, that special exemption was actually written into this because this is a limited government shutdown, meaning not the entire government shutting down. Oh, that's just nice. Are the troops getting paid? Uh, no, um, not any of the ones here. So uh, he, I think the ones overseas still are, but the ones okay. like the Coast Guard's not. Because uh, I have this right here written down. Uh, it, this is uh, just a note because last uh, podcast we said most likely in three hours the government's going to be shutting down. And they well, shut it down. Yeah, they did. Mitch McConnell went home. It was going to happen. So uh, a partial government shutdown where 380,000 federal employees got furloughed and 420,000 essential service employees must work without pay, including 42,000 military personnel and 41,000 people in law enforcement. So, uh, Merry Christmas! So this is not a good time to break the law because beside the usual stuff going on with police officers, they're not getting paid. Well, I guess federal police officers, I guess local municipalities, their governments are still running. So be be wary of the cops that you upset because they might not be getting a paycheck. So no one's paying them not to whoop your ass with the billy club. Yeah. Those cameras are going to get shut off. Yep. So, da 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 da. You know, another general is leaving. There's. I thought we were out of generals. I mean, we're about to be, but in general, we still have a few. I hate you so much. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, so Trump is losing uh, generals left, right, and center. So good thing he bragged about knowing more about ISIS than the generals do, right? Because we're just about to the point where uh, he's going to have to put up or shut up because there aren't going to be any generals left to say well, anything. No, different. he doesn't have to put up anything. He just lies more. Yeah. That's, like, that's it. He just he lies to deflect the lies. He went, uh, but it's, um, he it's, went to visit the troops for Christmas. Uh, and told them they were getting a huge raise, which they're not. This was so. interesting because he is, I think, the only president to go this long without going to see the troops. Like, Obama did it week one. Um, yeah. George W. Bush went to see them constantly. Trump, he he stays away from them. Well, I remember His those... first overseas trip was to see some wealthy benefactors. Well, I remember those the weird Saudis. memes where they're like, look how Obama disrespects our troops because he salutes them wrong. And then, like... There's all those images of just troops in the rain and Trump's like handing them his umbrella or like has toilet paper stuck on his shoe or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But, uh, taking the, taking the, I'm surprised there's not a thing where like he's going to get an Air Force One and realizes he doesn't have a belt. So he just takes the Marine's belt and the Marine's pants fall down in the rain, but he still has to stand there. <laughs> <laughs> I could definitely see him doing that. Right. So, uh, Brett McGurk is the special presidential, special presidential envoy for the Global Coalition to Defeat ISIS at the State Department, and he just quit in light of Trump pulling out of Syria. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, like, I talked about I was kind of in favor of pulling out of... I'm more in favor of pulling out of Afghanistan and Iraq. Uh, Syria, eh, 
I don't know. I could, We're I could... staying in Iraq. That's official. But Afghanistan and Syria, it does look like we are going to pull out of it. Yeah. And you know how he let the world, the, the Congress, the United States Congress know that he was going to do this? Same place he let everyone know. On tweet? Twitter. Yeah. That's right. He tweeted it. And that, like, they say that's horrifying to hear that they find out about what Trump's going to do the same way everyone else finds out what he's going to do. And that's he just tweets it out. Well, remember how I talked about how, like, he could just dissolve Congress and just say that if you're a Democrat, you no longer are electable and only Republicans can stay? Um, I wasn't proved right, but he did tweet out this thing about the government shutdown that it's mostly Democrats not getting paid. And that's not how a government shutdown works. None of these people get paid. There's no there's no pay attached to political affiliation. Right. And also, all of the, Congress gets paid. Yeah, all of Congress is exempt, just like Mueller. Yeah, um, I don't think Congress should be exempt from a shutdown. And I don't think the... I don't think so either. In fact, I think they should have to pay their usual salaries out until it starts back up again. Yeah, because they it's the same with health care. You know, they all have wonderful health care coverage. Yeah, government then, provided, by the way. Yeah, and then they don't want you. I'm like, why don't, why don't we get your health care? But, uh... Yeah, but it's just like a weird... The, only the Democrats are not getting paid. Mm. But you yeah. can just lie more. Just lie. Just keep lying. Well, speaking of uh, generals leaving, though, uh, Mattis is actually going to be leaving two months ahead of schedule. Oh, yeah, because like, so Mattis wrote that very classy sort of um, passive-aggressive letter uh, about why he was leaving. And I didn't think it... You know, everyone's like, oh, he's throwing shade at Trump. I didn't think it threw that much shade. I, I thought he was just stating kind of reasons why he's leaving. But I guess somebody got in Trump's ear and was like, oh, can you believe what Mattis said? So Yeah, Trump didn't read the letter. He's so, yeah. borderline illiterate. So somebody got in his ear and told him, like, Mattis is dissing you. So instead of, um, instead of like, Mattis leaving in February, he's out now. Like, Trump's just like, what did he say? He goes, like, Obama fired Mattis. I hired him and gave him a chance. Big mistake. Did... Did he say that? Yeah, there was a tweet there that was that was oh, his. Oh, I miss I miss hearing about yeah, that. Yeah, that was that was his response. Basically, that was him throwing shade at Mattis about like I gave him a chance. You know what I mean? He's trying to say, oh no, see, I didn't make a mistake. Obama did. I tried to correct Obama's mistake. Sad. Well, Obama a, is such a, a such a terrible president. There's a really president. good article we need to uh, um, tweet out about like uh, the five things Trump says you should the way you should live your life. And it was fascinating because one of them says, never, ever let go of your grudges, ever. And then there was somebody else talking about Trump, and they go, he doesn't sleep very well. He stays up at night plotting, which is why he, he basically, if a guy screws you, you go back and you screw him ten times harder. Um, and so, like, that's why he has these weird, vengeful, like, things against people that are no longer relevant to him. Like, Yeah, like when McCain died, he's still trying to fuck over uh, Vit uh, Vietnamese uh, immigrants. Yeah. Because he's trying to screw McCain ten times harder. Um, it was interesting. Uh, they said the reason he hated Obama so much uh, was because of that correspondence dinner where like Obama just made fun of him for like two minutes straight. Yeah. Um, I and guess. he's so mad about that that he's used executive orders to destroy almost everything Obama did in his presidency. Yeah. Which has badly hurt the American people. But hey, Trump got his revenge. But so on that, good but on job. that, just on that, like alone, I don't, and that's a problem. Is that's what irritates me about the whole thing is like. Like, there was a thing they dug up where they talked to the doctor that diagnosed him with bone spurs, with bone spurs who didn't have to yeah, go to that, Vietnam. And like, that's in the notes this week, too. Yeah, and the doctor was like, yeah, Fred asked me to give him bone spurs, and I said he had bone spurs. Why? Had, we all knew that. That, that wasn't necessary. Like, it, ha it has been revealed that Cadet Bone Spurs never had bone spurs. Trump's dad, yeah. Fred Trump, owned the building that the foot doctors worked in, and so they lied so that his son could dodge Vietnam. 
Now, look, we don't care that he dodged Vietnam. Everyone was dodging Vietnam back then. I would have dodged then. Vietnam. What we care about is that he's such a smarmy, lying asshole that he will be a draft dodger, and then he'll make fun of Vietnam veterans and say things like, he's not, he, he's not a hero because he was captured. I like heroes who weren't captured. Well, I just don't like anybody who likes to play armchair soldier. That's, that too. That bothers he, me. Like, and he says he knows more than the generals do because he thinks that he invented the sneak attack. Yeah. Um, but why, why do we tell people where we're going to attack? So that civilians can leave and they don't die. It's the same but way we should get, just blow it, the whole thing up. the same up. way I get aggravated in my life when I get gaslighted by dumb people. Like, <laughs> I was at a grocery store once and I was trying to find a colander or a pasta strainer as it's known. Could you define gaslighting? Because I hear that used a lot. Gaslighting basically means when you're lying to somebody but you make them think they're crazy, you know? Ah. Uh. It would be like if, uh, um, if you know, you were in a relationship and the person is, uh, you know, abusing you but then they spin it so that you think maybe you're just crazy like they never did that or I never said that or I never laid a hand on you and you go, maybe they did you know? Maybe they didn't. Abusers, oh, okay. abusers use that a lot, like especially in sexual assault cases where they're like, "Well, you're crazy. That never happened." You know what I mean? Like, mm. and it's yeah, that's what that's basically what gaslighting is. Gotcha. And, yeah. Um, but no, like, and I hate it when dumb people like, and I didn't know what it was when it happened to me, but I was trying to buy a pasta strainer at a grocery store, and I asked a store employee, I was like, "Yeah, what aisle would I find the colanders on?" And he's like, "What's that?" And I go, "You know, a pasta strainer." What? And I go. It looks like a bowl with a bunch of little holes in it, so you can put your pasta in it and drain the water out. And he's like, "What? I don't. That doesn't. That's not a thing that exists." <laughs> and I was like, "But at that point, even is, though, he, is he fucking with you, or does he just not know of it?" If you had seen the look on his face, he a did not know of it. B uh, thought that he went that I was. I, I'm just an inventor. Mm. I must have just made that up. Like I was a crazy person, and I was like, "Why? Why are you? Why are you acting as if I'm crazy?" You're the one that doesn't know what this thing is, you know? <laughs> um, Wonderful. And yeah, and, and he was so smarmy about it. And so I've always hated people like that because it's like, mm. you're dumb. You don't get to be dumb and smarmy. That's not how that works. Yeah, and Trump is very much a dumb, smarmy person. You know, and like gaslighting plays a lot into like if, you, if you've ever tried to explain uh, white privilege or male privilege to somebody that like doesn't believe in it. Mm when it clearly exists or like systematic racism like, that doesn't happen that doesn't you know what i mean yeah oh it's all it's all in your head you're just crazy no, yeah exactly no one's the, ever done this. the whole it's all in your head you know what i mean like those people that get shot you're imagining by the... it or it's just we're just talking about a point of view here okay yeah that's 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 classic gaslighting yeah um but yeah this guy has shown what gaslighting can do yeah. but yeah if he didn't like to play fake soldier i wouldn't care about the vietnam thing but it's the fact that like People lost their lives in that war, and you, and it, here's the thing too. He's rich enough. Had he gone to Vietnam, he would have never seen combat. He would have been mm. in some kind of like uh, home, like stateside military post where he had to do a minimum amount of whatever. Kind of like uh, George George uh, George W. Bush was. He was in the mm. the uh, Air National Guard Reserve or whatever, and didn't see a didn't hear a, as they put didn't hear a shot fired in anger. <laughs> So it's even more cowardly that he didn't want to go because there's no way he would have seen combat. Yeah. So uh, Patrick uh, Shanahan is the uh, replacement for Mattis, and he will be starting on January 1st. He's um, So Trump 
gave Mattis the boot two months early. Mattis said yeah. he was going to leave like at the end of February, and Trump said, no, you're gone now. So February 1st, Patrick Shanahan will be replacing him. Now, keep in mind, Mattis is the Secretary of fucking Defense. He is responsible for making sure that you know stuff like 9-11 doesn't happen. And so who is Trump replacing him with? He's replacing him with a Boeing executive who has virtually no military experience. Well, they said that that guy got the job because he always tells Trump that he's right. Yeah, yeah, that's all Trump wants. It's just a bunch of yes men. But I think the problem is, I, I don't think... So the, here the issue is, you can't you can't hire CEOs as sycophants for very long because what's going to happen is, if that guy was, that guy is a, a CEO of Boeing, one of the biggest corporations in the world, that guy's going to have a specific vision. He's used to being boss. Even if he kind of like toadied his way into this, it does, he, I, think he, I feel like he's going to be like Rex Tillerson, you know what I mean? He's a CEO... Mm-hmm. He's going to come in, he's going to do the job for a while, then he's going to realize that like he does not like taking orders from an idiot. Yeah. And then he's going to leave. Uh, it's just, I'm hoping that this doesn't create a perfect storm of Trump withdrawing all of our troops from overseas, so now they feel like they, they've won, right? Because the people in Afghanistan, the enemy combatants in Afghanistan are already celebrating that they defeated America because we were drawing out. And so that ups their confidence, gives them a boost of morale. Plus we have shitty people working as the head of our military suddenly, you know, shitty secretary of defense that doesn't know what he's doing. And then another 9-11 happens, which by itself is bad. But then on top of that, Trump could use that to double down and say, well, now mother can't remove me because this is a crisis. Well, because he, he wants that. He wants to be a wartime president because he said there was some quote and I don't remember it specifically but basically he said that like he feels like a terrorist attack would really get people behind him well no and, shit and bring us those people would be scared and they'd be like anyone was, I remember distinctly how dumb everyone thought George W. Bush was before 9-11 then nobody talked about him like that for years until we began to realize oh no no he's still he is still that guy yeah like uh, the show That's My Bush was on Comedy Central until 9-11 happened then it was gone so yeah. we got like 13 actually really funny episodes. Well, I will tell you this. The first two episodes are bad, and then like the cat episode and on, it gets it good. Always makes me it, think it needed about, to catch its stride. It but. always makes me think about the people, uh, if you look at like whenever we declared war and like World War One or World War Two, it was never unanimous. It was always like, there were always like two no votes, and I always wonder who, who the... Um, and you've always wanted to be one of those no votes. Absolutely. But I always wonder who the brave person was that went against the whole war fever and goes, I'm voting no. Do you think that they did that because they really wanted to say no, or they just knew they'd get primaried if they didn't do it? No, probably because they really wanted to say no, because that would probably, after Pearl Harbor or after the Lusitania exploded, and each they, one of those... They knew for certain that uh, voting no... More than likely. Look, if you, voted against go, if you voted against getting into World War II... Or it might have been a little. There might have been a little more leeway if you voted against entering into World War One because we were more isolationist. But I feel like voting no on either one of those would probably mean, and I should look that up one day. Probably mean that you did not keep your seat during the next re-election. Uh, so speaking of people that uh, work for Trump, uh, did you hear about the Whitaker scandal? There's a, there's something else going on with him. I know he's under active investigation, but what else happened to him? So remember a while back when particularly Fox was up in arms about Bill Clinton meeting Loretta Lynch on the tarmac while Hillary was being investigated? Right. Well, you know, uh, we, we've talked about that before, about how you know that's a perfect way to frame a movie shot that it looks like something seedy's going on. Oh, or yeah. Clearly, you know, nothing happened. He... 
he could have just called her if he wanted to um, secretly do it. Well, Trump actually has been secretly talking to Whitaker, and that was discovered because they're not super bright. Yeah. Uh, and he has been talking to him about the Mueller investigation. Yeah. The like, guy who's in charge of Mueller is being spoken to about the investigation by the guy being investigated. Well, he inadvertently hamstrung himself by individual getting rid of, one by getting rid of Jeff Sessions because the thing about Sessions and the thing about um uh, what was his name uh was it Rosenstein Rosenstein yeah is Rosenstein gone no no Rosenstein's still here yeah he so, was the one in charge of it because the other guy uh, Sessions had recused himself recused yeah. himself but now Rosenstein is no longer in charge right. because the new guy won't recuse himself so the hierarchy steps back up a the a problem notch. the problem with that is that not only was this guy illegitimately appointed even though he probably would have been easily approved had they put him through the process um, he put in a guy who is under active investigation. Uh, by the Justice Department. Criminals so, appointing criminals. Yeah, but that's actually, I feel like it's a blessing in disguise because with Sessions, uh, he may have recused himself, but he wasn't, un as far as we know, he wasn't under investigation. Um, he was clean. The problem is, you put a guy who's under investigation in. Well, and what, what, why did Sessions recuse himself? Like he did speak to the Russians? Something and, like that, yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, you put a guy, the problem is, you put a guy in and they already have dirt on him, as in, like, they're already, like, uh, investigating him they now control him because if he tries to do anything then they pursue their investigation even harder against him yeah if he if he plays ball maybe you know they give him some they give they give him some gets or they give him you know they they give him a lighter sentence or maybe they don't pursue that investigation as hard so he put the perfect person to play into the justice department's hands in the place where he wanted somebody to do what he wants. And I think he's going to... I think Whitaker is going to leave. I think he's going to push Whitaker, and I think the Justice Department is going to hang the... Whitaker didn't even want this job. He wanted a different job. Yeah. I think the Justice Department is going to hang this investigation yeah. over his head. Just like the current... Uh, what's it called? The Secretary yeah. of Staff? He hasn't, Whatever. he hasn't recused himself, but I can't see him making any moves against it because it's kind of like, uh, if you're familiar with chess, it's like having your king in check, right? Yeah. So Whitaker is in check. If he make he can't move because if Anything he moves, he does is bad. The game is over. So he kind of has to just sit. And he's he basically hired a lame duck uh, attorney general, which is fantastic. Yeah. So I mean, it's not going to help him at all. But it's funny how he's trying. He's trying stuff. So you know, he he's like a guy that like, I mean, he really is his own worst enemy. Like. Mm -hmm. Remember we talked about at the height of his power, there's so much he could have done, but he's just, we're lucky that he's not cagey. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, I meant to read this whenever we were still discussing Mattis, though, that Condoleezza Rice gave a uh, speech explaining how Trump's Syrian policies is the single, in her opinion, the single greatest threat to America at the moment. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, from her point of view, of course, she was part of the administration that wanted the eternal war. But yeah. at the same time, it's just interesting seeing the former Republican administration coming out against yeah. the Trump question, and the question that he's I such a major about, threat. The question I have about staying in Syria is, are we going to, staying in it, are we going to mitigate anything at all besides checking Russian uh, expansion? Because that's, we couldn't... We that's couldn't, a big part of it. I mean, this is sort of a proxy war between America and Russia, because, so I can see why Trump would yeah, want Russia to win. But we couldn't fix Afghanistan. We couldn't fix Iraq. Like, we're not going to be able to... Yeah, no, I don't think we, we yeah. can do anything with there. Our, the, like, uh, mine and... Just to be clear, mine and Pete's um, stance on this is both that we think it's good to pull out of Syria. We just realize that he's not doing it for yeah. the best, the most noble um, reasons. The thing, that, the thing to do, what we should have done with Syria, and when we should have done it, and I think when... 
we could have done it with probably China and Russia backing us was when they first used chemical weapons uh, on their own people. We should have gathered a coalition and we should have gone in and we should have nailed Assad to the wall. I know um, the, the famous red line quote by Obama. Yeah, that's a red line if you use uh, chemicals on your people. Because that's the thing. And, uh, like, he, he was made fun of a lot for that, for not sticking up to his word. I mean, because, you know, uh, God forbid a president lie. Imagine if the current Republican president lied. And Fox I guess, News would be and all I guess over maybe the, the, you know, the, Russian, the Russian thing, but, but like, as an international community, we should have, like, we should have gone, the, you're dead, man. Like, you're going to be put on trial in The Hague for this. Uh, because it just encourages other people if they can. I just like this quote from uh, Condi Rice. Uh, yeah. The departure of Mattis will leave the administration all but devoid of wise, principled leadership with the guts to check a president who so consistently I'm, places politics and self-interest above national security. So I'm torn on Mattis because at one hand, the reason that Obama let him go was because he has a vendetta against Iran because they blew... They blew I'm trying to remember what they did. They blew up, not an embassy, but they did something where they killed a bunch of Marines... Yeah. Or something that they so he's all, being a marine general. He's always like at a hard line on Iran to the point where like he wants to go in. Whereas I think that you could probably win Iran over with a softer touch, because the God, reason the Midas touch. Well, the reason they are the way they are is because we deposed their democratic their democratically elected government, and then they end up with this hard line like super duper like uh, Islamic government in place. Like we did that to them. Yeah, our bad. Yeah. But, uh, so there's also a stock market task force, which I think is interesting. Oh, God. What are they doing? Uh, first of all, I want to say it's fun that Mnuchin is uh, still around, because he's one of Trump's original appointees. So my favorite thing... It's like thing... him, uh, Ben Carson? Yeah, because he's and... asleep. He's, he's, yeah, he, he's he asleep hasn't in had a chance office, to, yeah. He hasn't had a chance to do anything to anger Trump, because he's asleep all the time. Because... And Rick Perry's still around. Did you know that he's still the Secretary of Energy? Uh, I feel like he's probably just out there drilling oil wells in people's backyards and like running over whales and stuff. It's just so fascinating to see. That's these, because that's because uh, right now, in pre, uh, President Apprentice, there's still a few candidates that were never fired. Well, that's because in um, in uh, uh, with the uh, what is the, Carson the head of the Office of uh, uh, Housing and yeah. Urban Development? So he no one cares about that because it only affects poor people, and no one gives a shit about poor people. Sadly. And then the Department of Energy, like just kind of like the Department of the Department of the Interior, those are big problems, but like they're secondary to world annihilation. Uh, so um, Mnuchin has back to Mnuchin. Fucking Mnuchin. He has assembled a plunge protection plan to defend the stock market. That idiot. Which, interesting. The last time this was, or the last time this happened, this existed. This kind of plan existed was to bail us out of the uh, Bush recession. This the current stock market plunge Did you is not about, like the recession it's not going to be that bad they are they well they're going so here's what they're doing the, with that and Mnuchin did nothing so they're scaring the market to death yeah they are because every time Trump tweets it freaks the market out but the they, market is based on confidence more Mnuchin, than anything else Mnuchin did this brilliant thing the other day I think we had the worst we had the worst stock market low on Christmas Eve since the depression since the great depression and yes. so Mnuchin called around he called the head of all the major banks and was just like hey could you uh could you maybe boost the stock market or something? <laughs> so he this, doesn't know the stock market works. So this wonderful. Freaked, so, well, this freaked out the bankers because, like, the government's calling the bankers going, hey, man, could you go easy? And then it plunged even harder. Mm-hmm. So, and then by going, we need a plunge protection plan, that makes them think that the bottom is going to fall out and yeah. it's going to get worse. Like, they're slowly eroding any confidence that anybody has in the fucking market. Like, 
you oh my god that's like calling customers like uh i don't know if you ever saw that episode of the office but like that's like calling customers that you undercharge and go hey i know we gave you this price but can you give us a little bit more money i've still never seen the office oh it's great i, I, I know i need to everyone tells me it's a great show but but yeah i haven't it's, gotten around to it that is the single stupidest thing you can do is just call the, all the banks and go hey this is steve mnuchin um and the banks are like oh we don't have your money it's, it's in fred's house it's in frank's house don't be look don't i don't don't freak out but um i just wonder the stock market's fine but just just in case can you do these things you show up to someone's house and you're like shaking and afraid. You're like, hey, uh, look, I'm with the uh, the FBI and I don't mean to alarm you, but could you check yeah. your closet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, what? what? They'd it's, fucking bolt it if they the believed most, you. It is the most fucked up um, version of a... Oh, I lost my train of thought here. Uh, most fucked up version of Survivor Man. It's, it's the most Naked fucked up... Naked and afraid. It's like the, the, it's like the, uh, the movie The Producers. It's the most ah, fucked yes. up version of the producers. They stand to make a mint if they can just sink the government. <laughs> now, all we have to do is make a government that fails, and it's so much more profitable that way. And so then Sad. they're freaking out when the stock market doesn't quite crash. They go, oh, no, we're going to lose it all. Oh, I don't get it. I even gave them Nazis. I don't understand. Yeah. So. Oh, it really is just like the producers. Yep, <laughs> exactly. You got Nazis. You got bad financial decisions. Yeah. All right, so uh, we have... I have two more things on my notes. So do you want to start with the That's Cute news or go on to the More Dead Children news? Uh, let's do That's Cute first and make a... We'll end on a sad note. <laughs> that's Cute news. Farmers. So remember how farmers were, like, super cuckled hard by uh, Trump's meaningless trade wars, right? Yeah, they were killing themselves in record numbers. Well, remember that big bill that he signed that's supposed to give billions in relief for those farmers? Yes. That's been put on hold because of the government shutdown. Oh, and the, see, the thing about farming work is there is no you can put this on hold because it's either you get the crops in uh, or you don't. The, I guess the, 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 the weather it, and the planting yeah, won't the, wait. The, right. So uh, as the seasons change, you can't just plant crops late. They die before they produce anything. Yeah. So he's really fucking them hard if they can't get started right now well, or right wonder, when they need to. I wonder if they still think that he's got a plan and they just got to stick with him. I can't imagine too many of them are still on... Like, once you get directly affected by something, you tend to change your mind about it. And I've seen that or with you, a lot of or you dig people in, in government. Like, uh, what's his name? The the evil guy who has a fake heart. Oh, Cheney. Cheney. Uh, Dick Cheney used to be hardlined against uh, homosexuality until his daughter came out as being gay. So then he's like, actually, actually it's okay then. Well, if you can put a face to it, yeah. Yeah, so know. that's but the thing. I'm pretty sure the farmers would be like, well, I imagine Trump's okay. Wait, he killed all of my crops, well, and maybe. now my daughter's starving. Well, the thing is, maybe some of them, but also... Dang, goddamn Hillary's emails! Stuff like that also, when you hammer people like that, uh, it tends they tend to dig in harder, you know what I mean? Like... You think so? If you look at... If you look at I mean, uh, it's possible. But. Yeah, if you, look at, if you look at Hitler uh, and what he did with Germany... You know, especially as the war started to turn in they Germany, were in some deep shiza. Germany is getting pounded. They didn't turn on Hitler. They dug in harder. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. To the point where they like they were they were kids at the end of it. I was watching a thing on a day like there were kids at the end of the war, like in Berlin, that were like anywhere from like like eight year olds with like bazookas were shooting at Russian tanks and like <laughs> they would they would fight they would fight to the last man or the last boy. So even like your city being bombed because your uh, leader is a psychopath. <clears throat> uh, some people will fight to the last man because think about it. If you've already come this far and you've lost this much, it's even harder to realize everything that you believed was a lie. And yeah. That this person was tricking you. 
Yeah, I mean, God, I've just never seen... Uh, I know that a lot of the people in his base are the people that are the most leery of well, being kind, yeah. of being scammed. Well, I think I think a lot of his base is turned, but I do think that there are a lot of people, and there are a lot of hardcore people, uh, that as they get hammered harder by like his policies, are not they're going to become more fanatical. Yeah, I mean, because they're getting gaslighted, so they're just convinced. Oh no, I'm not crazy. It's the like, world's crazy. It's like when and the, Fred's crazy. Yeah. When the stock market fails and stuff like that, you know, like, he blames the Fed. Right, and they believe him. He's admitted, this government shutdown is mine. I'd gladly own it. I'd gladly shut it down. And so the Democrats and the Republicans came together and they passed a spending bill, 100 to 0. Right? This is unanimous. They never agree on anything unanimously, but they agreed on this spending bill unanimously. And Trump had told them he's going to sign it, and then they put it on his desk. And he's like, no, I want my wall. And he pushed it away because Fox News and um, what's the other guy's name, the shouty guy? Oh, you're talking about Hannity and Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, they they told him... That they told him that uh, he's backing down, and he's like, "Oh no, the TV hates me now, disaster!" And so he decided not to sign it, and now the government shut down. And on top of everything else, so it's clearly him that did it. And they're still trying to make an argument that no, it's the Democrats. Well, the silver, the well, silver, yeah, because people tend. Look, if someone will do everything you ask them to without question, then of course there's not going to be any conflicts. Even ISIS has that mentality of if everyone would just join us, then you know there'll be peace. Well, the silver lining uh, to that's, all this is—that's what—that's their argument right now. With the Democrats, if, if the you, Democrats just gave us everything we wanted, then so it's clearly their problem because they won't give us everything we want. Well, if the—that's how they tried to turn it around. If the Republicans and the Democrats came together, voted a hundred to nothing on something. Maybe this is the start of a beautiful friendship, and maybe the next thing... There's one other thing they voted 100 to nothing on that he wouldn't sign. What's that? The Russian sanctions. So maybe... So there's two things. So maybe the beginning of the beautiful friendship, the next thing they vote 100 to zero on is to impeach his ass and kick him out of office. I think that's going to be uh, 87 to 13, or something oh, around yeah, that yeah, ballpark. Because there's I certain don't... people who have to vote no on impeachment, or they'll get primaried. Yeah. So those people will... Uh, Mitch McConnell will allow them to vote. But again, though, do you uh, think... Allow them to vote but, no, but no one's going to be voting their consciousness. Everyone's going to be a, voting how Mitch McConnell tells there them There's an article that said, though, that he will quit, and he will quit suddenly with no explanation, probably through a tweet. Yeah, think so? Well, the way he does things, because he always wants to do what you say that he will never do. <laughs> He's always He likes to be opposite, man. Um, and instead of going through an impeachment thing or any of that other stuff, uh, I really could see him tweeting like, America, I quit. You know, it's the Democrats' fault. Like, I could see that. Like, uh, I could see him leaving. I, I was just about to make America great again. All I had to do was sign this bill, but no, it's the Democrats. Because, speaking of him signing, go ahead. Well, just remember, too, that, like, to be removed via impeachment to him would be the ultimate disgrace. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but, even Nixon bolted right before they went to impeach him. But if he, but Nixon's a lot smarter than the current president. Yeah, but the thing is, still, though, if he leaves... Uh, they can impeach him, and if he leaves, he can always say that I left. They didn't. You didn't impeach me. I left because I didn't like it. Yeah. And I think that may be the last thing he has. It depends on how far gone he is, though. Maybe because I don't know if we're <clears> going <throat> to see that. Or if we're just going to see like him hunker down. He's like, net. There's no nothing's happening. There's no trial. Like, Sad. yeah, to see if he's like, I'm not leaving. Not, not You'd have to get a SWAT team to get me out, and maybe not even then. Um, I, I, I don't know if he'd go that far because, like I said, he always wants to lie and spin everything into a win. So I could see him leaving and going, they didn't, uh, they didn't impeach me. I left because you know what? 
America's great again. Oh, that could yeah. be what he does. America, you're great again. You're welcome. I'm out. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see, but I just wonder how much pressure it would take to kind of flush him out. Speaking of uh, him signing stuff, though, did you see the uh, picture he put out to try to show everyone that he's um, he's working, he's hard at work, because he had like a stack of papers. He's like, look at all this paperwork I'm doing. And he was um, like holding up something, reading it. And some people zoomed in to see, you know, okay, this is it's a blank sheet of paper, right? He's not looking at anything. Yeah. Was, Trump has actually admitted under oath that he cannot read without glasses, right? He can read the teleprompter because it's far away, but he's um he's farsighted, yeah. so he can't read up close without glasses on. And so clearly he's not reading anything. So of course there's nothing on the sheet of paper. All the stack of papers also blank. It's just like whenever um during the campaign he had like. Uh, these folders with nothing in them. Yeah. But he just wanted to try and show, look, this, oh, uh, I was like, this is all my, my taxes. This is all my paperwork. If I was a president, I he, would he, hire. He puts this stuff up just as a photo op. I would hire. And also someone zoomed in on the newspaper on his desk and it was, because uh, he just, I'm not sure if it was a prop or if he was actually reading it, but it was something that talked about why certain jewels glitter. I don't know. So that's just a fun fact. Um, I, again, if I was a president, I, the two things I would hire would, I would hire my own, I would call him the head of theatrics mm. and I would hire a, uh, what do you call those people? Um, not a set dresser, but, uh, the person on the film, the dresser. No, the person, <laughs> the person on the, on the movie that's in charge of, um, director, the art. Oh, the art? Maybe an art director. Yeah, just art director. Or a director. cinematographer. Cinematographer and sounds Basically, right. so every shot of me in like the Oval Office would be something like, it would set it up so like I'm reading an old version of the Constitution, you know, like oh hello there, didn't see you, President Peter Van Pelt here. Just read the Constitution, make sure I brush up. Who was it that would do a fireside chats? Yeah, yeah, that was FDR. Yeah, yeah. I would, yeah, you could be just like FDR then. Yeah, I would dress. I think I would dress. Oh, as, hello there. I would dress as different that. presidents. Um, I didn't see it there across my, one full wall of my. For my uh, inauguration, cabin. I guess I would dress like yeah. I would just dress like presidents throughout the ages. It would be great. They'd be like, what is he wearing? Oh, he's wearing the Teddy Roosevelt line. Buller. Ball. Um, yeah, I would I would yeah, they, I would be they would roast me in the media cuz everything would be like a weird theatrics like I would release I would have my own presidential YouTube channel. Ah. Huh? That would be fun. Yeah. I bet you'd get so many subs. It would be so popular. Think of the ratings. That would be great. Yeah. Oh, just, your, your YouTube would be just like Trump's uh, Twitter. Yeah. Like 90% Russian bots and then 10% the only, so people the only, fascinated by the, the only, shit show. The only president I can't dress up as would be Obama. That Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can wear his clothes. Yeah. That, do I his would haircut. Do, I would do. I would wear his clothes and I would talk like him, but I would not go full Jim Crow on that one. <laughs> I wouldn't even go a little Jim Crow. Um, but I think it would be fun to uh, dress up. Oh, Lordy. It would be fun to dress Massa, up. Sure. Okay. <laughs> You're fucking terrible. It would be fun to dress up like each president for every speech you did. <laughs> Walk in like Washington with just like a big fluffy wig on. Does he have wooden teeth? Yeah, he's got a set dresser. Uh, Everything's he... period and authentic. He had those clothes handmade by slaves. He had his teeth removed and replaced with wood. Did you hear about Washington's teeth, by the way? No. They weren't wooden, but a bunch of them were slave teeth. Oh no! Yeah, what? yeah. He, he stole. He stole teeth from people. <laughs> and he would like buy them, or I guess maybe not buy them and force them to give them his teeth. Yeah, he just stole teeth from people. That's America, guys. Uh, our first president had a mouthful of slave teeth. This is America. Yeah. So what's going on in Dead Child news? Okay, so now we get to the fun part. So um, in more Dead Children news. 
uh, Trump's policy of kidnapping children and putting them in baby cages. Oh, I read. Yeah, I remember has, this. Has resulted in the deaths of two children this week: a seven-year-old and an eight-year-old. They just got sick and died from the horrific conditions. And one would imagine the stress that comes with getting kidnapped and never knowing if they'll see their parents again. The UN is actually investigating this, by the way. Yeah, as they should, because this is human rights violations. People have been saying that. The UN is questioning whether or not the U.S. government intentionally caused the death of these children. Yeah, these people should be put on trial in The Hague, man. That was like that one eight-year-old that died in custody of dehydration and like a fever. And they were like, well, we we didn't know she died. Well, I'm like, you picked a child up in the desert and your first move is to give her some water yeah god they ought to lock you up in the desert and see how you, you ought to go to joe arpaio's dumbass prison mm-hmm. like put you there and see how you like it but yeah it's just like so geez. that's the most horrific thing that happened this week yeah i mean all that needs to stop like there was a great quote by trump about the whole border thing uh and i don't remember the quote but i remember there were some bits of it where he's like they don't want to put money towards def- uh, uh what is it um border defense because it has a wall, and a wall is necessary. The wall is the best technology. I am the best at technology. I know technology, and I know wall. Like I, I heard of that quote, yeah. And then people were like showing pictures of all the different ways you can get around walls, pull them down. Yeah. And uh, that's funny, the picture of the wall he put up. I was trying to find that during the last podcast, but couldn't find out what they were talking about. But those steel slates... And he had like a zoom in at the top of it that showed that it would be spiked. But you can look at it and see that the zoomed in picture looks nothing like the actual top of it. Yeah. So that's just so weird that it looks like something a 10-year-old a put together for him. He's like, this looks good, Kevin. I'll put it on Twitter. Well, he admitted the only reason that like um, he pushes for the wall is when he wants to get a crowd whipped up. He starts talking about the wall. So why is he trying to whip up a crowd right now? Like Because things are going the... so badly for him, he's trying to like use the wall as a distraction. That's probably why he finally buckled and decided to go see the troops, just to try and say, see, they're not going to impeach me now. I'm doing something good. Yeah, like, he's a moron. Uh, but yeah, so, I mean, like, shut down on Christmas. <sighs> yeah, he shut down the government on Christmas, so a lot of people out there are going to be going back to work soon and not getting paid. And a lot of people have already been working without pay. On Christmas. He is, he is, he is definitely Scrooge, but like, he'll never learn a lesson. Yeah. Actually, speaking of that, the old epic rap battle of history featuring Ebenezer Scrooge uh, is like Ebenezer versus, I don't remember who, but in that special, Donald Trump shows up in it as like the, um, the Jacob Marley figure. Is that the one that some, um, he's chained yeah. up and he's never going to get any better and he wanders off? Yeah. So Trump's the one that lets him know, you're going to be visited by three ghosts tonight. But I mean, even way back before Trump started to run for president, people knew that he was an unredeemably corrupt con man. Well, you know, did you find like, out even why the general consciousness understood that? Did you find out why he wanted to defund Sesame Street? Why? Because there was an episode way back in the day where they had a, uh, oh, I can't remember his name. It was very similar to Trump, but he was he was a grouch like Oscar, but he was rich, <laughs> and he was going to buy up Sesame Street and ruin it. Oh. And they stopped him, and it was a direct thing making fun of Trump. Mm. So screw them back ten times harder. He was going to try to defund PBS. Interesting. Because they Did made he fun of him. Or? No. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So I, mean, I guess to defund it, he would. I mean, because they're publicly funded, so. How's he going to stop the public well, they, from funding them? Well, there's 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 um there's government funding for like public broadcasting and stuff like that, and they were, and he yeah. just wasn't able to do it. But yeah, so yeah, screw him back ten times harder, jerk. Yeah. Hopefully, Mueller will be able to screw Trump back ten times harder. 
I don't want anybody to get screwed. I just want justice to be done. And I like, I was reading a thing today and I was thinking how wonderful it would be to uh, get us where we need to go about how many amazing things that we still have from the depression that was built because we invested in infrastructure. I want to see them bring back that whole, you know, like the program that created the Appalachian Trail. I want to yeah. see that again. Well, I'd sign up for that in a heartbeat. That would be the, fun. That's the, the, you had the WPA, like the works. The, the, the beautification. Yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The works progress administration. You had um, the, uh, what is it, the Tennessee Valley Authority, basically these uh, these state governments that were employing people for the... Because you had to put people back to work and we needed stuff, so like they modernized America and they also got everybody back to work and like they got us back on our feet. Um, and we got a lot of infrastructure projects that we really need to move <laughs> us into the future and this would be the time to do it, is to bring back the WPA and all that stuff. That'd be amazing. Yeah, and put people, and, put people and, to work. And while we're talking about the Great Depression, why not go ahead and pass the second Bill of Rights? Yeah, yeah. That that's would be great what too. President Peter's going to do with his fireside chats. Well, I mean, that's what uh, FDR was going to do, but then he had an aneurysm before he could get it passed, and it was the single saddest moment in American history because we may have had a second. We were so close yeah. to everything being so because much he better. Because was, he was such an amazing president. There was no stopping him, man. He was a war president. He got us through World War II. He like got us out of the Depression. Like man could do anything, and he was going to pass a second Bill of Rights, and he died, and it died with him. We have nothing to fear but fear itself, and also possibly that I'll die before passing this wonderful bill. But that'll never happen.